and welcome to the Cuckoo Attack podcast. It has been a very long time. We've put up some videos on YouTube and... Well, it's um, been a while since we did a normal episode. <laughs> yeah, we've done some reacts. We did some betting special stuff. Um, but this right here is... I don't even remember what episode this is. This would be... <laughs> Any idea? <laughs> I want to say like 23, 24. Sounds right. Should we jump into it? Uh, well, what are we going to start with? Games we've been playing, uh, E3 coverage, or the multitude of new systems that have been announced in the past two weeks. <laughs> Games we have been playing, so we don't, right. sh don't move away from our structure here. <laughs> so, so, go ahead, break it down. Well, the only game I think that we've both been playing, which Chad is, doesn't seem inclined to even keep at this point, but we <laughs> both picked up Super or Mario Golf Super Rush that came out in June. Yeah. We haven't even got a chance to play it together yet, and he's already ready to sell it. <laughs> I invited you. I invited you to a game. I didn't see the notification because Nintendo's system is dumb. Exactly. And that's why I should sell it. <laughs> so you were online playing the game. I invited you to come play it and you didn't uh, even get the notification. What's the point? What's the point? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'm going to show you the reason why I don't want to play it anymore. Boom. Everybody's golf is so much better. <laughs> I cannot... <laughs> say that enough it sucks i wanted to like mario golf so much but it's just not fun it's the the appeal is definitely not in the single player of mario golf um yeah, which like... is why i'm really curious to try the multiplayer but yeah it does not quite have the legs of fun solo play like um. everybody's golf i can sit there and just play round after round after round and obviously yeah. after a while i get bored but like mario golf i'll do like a quick three game a three hole match and i'm like by the second hole i'm like i'm done i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> i just i just don't enjoy it i don't know what it is i think it's because it has to like count down every single time you hit the ball and if you're playing with computer you have to watch them finish it's just like mm -hmm. come on if you want to just like upgrade your characters in the game like level up to get the new clubs for each character you can play just by yourself no computers and go through holes really quickly that yeah way. well that's what i started doing i did that a few times too and i just didn't have fun i still just didn't enjoy it i don't i don't know what it is like it wasn't like i suck or anything i was still playing like fine i was getting birdies and pars on pretty much every hole so yeah. it's just kind of like I'm done. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just... I, I was I wasn't quite a fan of like 
the auto hooking mechanic. I don't know, like the yeah. harder you hit it, it just like randomly will decide to hook, not based yeah, on your button plus at all. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really get that. Um, I didn't understand how that functions because I thought oh, it was I think like... it just has a chance if you hit it at max power to happen. So yeah. I guess you want to strategically plan not to hit it at max power. Like, yeah, well, that's get dumb. it to that point. <laughs> That's dumb. Why give you the option then? But <laughs> and then like I don't know. I didn't like the like the super power up stuffs kind of whack and I don't know. And even like the speed golf, I didn't think it was that fun. Like it was just kind of more of a hassle well, than anything. It was like let me just. That's what get I'm most curious ball. to try. I want oh, to try and... speed golf with friends. Like yeah, I feel like that is the unique factor of the game. And... Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was definitely but... fun. Like I could see the. Um, we had that mode in everybody's golf that we played that they added yeah. to this where you like have to win the amount of holes that was, and stuff. Really that was a lot of fun in everybody's golf and like because you have like a cart and you're like running over each other and stuff <laughs> like that like yeah that's fun but at the same time like we know two of us that have mario golf we don't know and we have yeah. like six people we could play true. everybody's that's golf true. with right now so um I'm almost more tempted to like sell Mario Golf and then just buy a five dollar Chocobo in everybody's golf. <laughs> that was the ongoing joke for like the longest time. Buying that Chocobo card. That's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, I mean what everybody's golf came out when? Let me look at this real quick. It's is it copyrighted on a here? while ago. Yeah, it was like it was, you know, obviously it was 2017. Yeah. And you know what else I'm 2017. tempted to pick up? Well, I haven't done it yet. I keep seeing everybody's golf for sale uh, in the VR mode for like 10 bucks. It's been tempting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would love yeah. to try it. They apparently, so Clap Hands is the company that makes that makes these games. And um, they apparently have a game. I actually just heard this on, a, uh, on another podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. They have a game on um, Apple, on Apple Arcade, hmm. like an everybody's golf uh, mobile game, and I'm kind of tempted to check it out, but I just don't want to subscribe to that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but anyway, that's it. That's the golf that's game. Golf. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Trying to do this quick, and we already spent ten minutes on golf. <laughs> uh, what else? <laughs> um. So I, uh, we we yeah, all played. Oh, we both played. We played Phoenix, right? Trials and Tribulations a little bit more. A little bit. Uh, we're a on little like progress. we're on like the third case now, I think. I think of, so. of that. So um, we need to get back to it. I've been super busy and just tired and have not been around for us to be playing games. And I haven't really played any games except for Link to the Past. I did my yearly playthrough 100% again. Which I will always do until the end of time. So, <laughs> and the end of my time, I guess. But uh, played that in in, uh, in bed like over two nights, two or three nights, I think is all it took for me to run yeah. through that game. Short like I game. You're playing through nights, yeah. especially if you know, uh, you know, if you know where to go, it's not that bad. But I, I just love that game. I don't care. Like, and there's still stuff where I like. There's so much in that game where I'm like. I usually get lost on the heart pieces. Like there'll be like one that I forgot to get, and I'm oh, like, which one was it? And you're I, doing like a 100% playthrough? Yeah, every year. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Every I, year. I thought you were just like playing it. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. 100% playthrough every year. <laughs> so, 
Okay, that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I do that every single year. It's it's fun. I just love running through, getting all the items, all the upgrades, all the power ups, all the the half magic, all the all the crap, all the heart containers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fun. I guess I guess it's not technically hundred because I don't I don't power up my bombs and my arrows all the way. <laughs> so. But I'm, I just don't want to sit there. That's more of a grinding. I don't want to grind rupees just to do that. That's like whack. <laughs> but, but I do everything else in the game that I can. So um, but that's it. That's really all I've played. Um, I, I tried to play. I did start God of War. Oh, that's um, right. I did not write that down. Yeah, I started God of War uh, from PS4. Um, and I think you are getting more impressed as you play. It was fun. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. I haven't played it in she's since before e3 so it's yeah. it's been it's just i've just been busy haven't been wanting busy. to sit that's in front not, of not a, thing a criticism and... of the game no yeah <laughs> it's it's definitely i definitely enjoyed it more than horizon when i first played horizon so um uh, definitely in for that and it was it was free came with my ps plus subscription so time to to get back into that eventually so that's it all right. That's it for me. Nice. All right. Let me <laughs> let me try to. I got a little bit of a longer list, but I'll try to go through it quickly. <laughs> I do have to talk about this game. It is absolutely necessary, even though it's been over four months since I beat this game. I have not <laughs> had a chance to talk about it. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Now that I finally played through the rest of the game, beat it. It's amazing. That game is so good, and I'm so upset that no one else has beat it yet, so I can talk about it because it is. <laughs> It's okay. I played it to like chapter three, which is like, I was kind of impressed I did that much so far. <laughs> <laughs> it is a long game. It's like a full, like for being a part one game and if only a, the Midgar section, it is actually a very meaty full experience. Like I felt very satisfied for part one and I love the direction that they're going in. It has me so excited for part two. Um... I don't want to try to spoil too much of it, but it is a remake in both sense of the word. So, like, it's definitely retelling the story of Final Fantasy VII, but there's definitely a layer of meta that is so good once you, like, discover and start unwrapping it. It's just, oh, I love it. <laughs> and that's what I want to discuss, but I can't yet. I will wait until somebody I can discuss it with, but... Sorry. Oh, I just it's okay. I love <laughs> I love that game so much now and the characters. I've just like fallen in love with the whole universe of it and I just can't wait for more. That was my fear when I played it. I was like, uh, the wait for part two is gonna be so long now and it's true now. I uh it hurts, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping for some part two news and then they did the whole integrate yeah. remake for PS five and it was like Boo. <laughs> yeah, which but. which if I could have got it for cheap, I would have. But and unfortunately, I've looked at it and that based off the free version I got from the PlayStation Plus, I'd have to buy the whole game. So yeah, I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, so. they said they said that the PS Plus version I know, wouldn't, they wouldn't be upgradable. They but. It's okay though, because I will buy the inevitable part one and two bundle yeah. because they deserve it. So that's funny. <laughs> Uh, but moving on, we also never got a chance to talk about new Pokemon Snap since it released, which I did pick up. And 
I think it very much lived up to the expectations of what we all dreamed a Pokemon Snap sequel would be. Uh, with just more areas, more Pokemon, and just that game looks beautiful. It is very, very pretty. Like, it's not like PS5 beautiful, but um, yeah, it's it, very, very pretty for a Pokemon game. It looks more impressive than any Pokemon game that's been released, even it, Sword and Shield. It's, pre it's pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, I watched you play it. Um, I was, I thought I was gonna get it and get into it, but I don't know. I just. I watched you play it a little bit, and it was like it's cool, it's chill, but it's—I don't think it would have been for me, so I didn't—I didn't buy it. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. Maybe, maybe if I find it on sale or something. If it's on sale, I'd it. say it's worth it. Um, I think Vivi would be into it. Yeah, because <laughs> she she likes you know Pokemon Go and stuff, and it's very yeah kind of chill like that. I will say it has very different vibes than what was the N sixty four version for those who have played that. Uh, the N64 version felt very kind of like arcade-like, kind of like solving very simple puzzles and just like snapping as many pictures as you can. And this just feels so much more chill and relaxed. It's like very just like going on a nature cruise and taking some pictures. It's like you don't really pressed to like high scores or anything like that or like solve puzzles. They do have these weird sections that are like boss battles, which is just like big Pokemon that you have to take a picture of, but they're not really overly complicated. So, um, but yeah, it was a very cool game and I just can't believe we finally got a Pokemon Snap sequel after, <laughs> what is it, over? 20 years, something like that, wasn't it? Long, long time. Yeah. At least like 15 years, I 15 think. 15 years, <laughs> yeah. I think it was 96 or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so um and then the last few games that i'll talk about most of them are indie games uh i picked up a few of them that were on sale one of them being part-time ufo which was a kind of cool little uh co-op game that you can play you can play it solo too but it's you're like control these little ufos and you're like grabbing things and trying to balance them and like little puzzles hmm. levels and stuff and it was very quirky and cute and a lot of fun. Um, I've only played it a little bit with my brother, but from what I played, it uh, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to play the whole game together. So, cool. Really we, play, cool. we played a lot of Baba, too, over the last few months. <laughs> we have. I guess we could have mentioned that, too. Yeah, that's like one thing that I know that we we yeah. played like one, one or two puzzles of Baba's You again. And we didn't make a... <laughs> A good deal of progress in that, although yeah. I've I've finally hit the point where I think the remaining puzzles are just aggravating. <laughs> I think we've uh, exhausted reached the our easy limit ones. again. <laughs> yeah, or else maybe we just need another break. I don't know, yeah. but it was it was uh, starting to get frustrating again, so I stopped. <laughs> Understood. I just thought I'd um, yeah, mention that real quick. Yeah, no, that's just true. That's true. And then uh, I picked up this other indie game called The Last Campfire. Um, it's made by uh, Hello Games. I think that's the same people who did No Man's Sky, if I'm correct. Uh, but this was not nothing like that game. This is like a little, kind of looked like a little version of Journey with a little like hooded person. But uh, you're kind of just like walking around this kind of 
fantasy world solving little kind of block puzzles and stuff so it was cool just cool little puzzle game um very cute and simple uh it lasted a bit longer than i thought it would i think i ended up playing it for like eight or ten hours it's a little kind of short adventure um but it was pretty cool and then i also played this game this was i played on a playstation i had forgotten i downloaded this a long time ago and finally went into it uh song of the deep it's a uh, made actually by insomniac games the people who do like uh what isn't that ratchet and clank and stuff uh, i'm pretty sure yeah i think so um but this was a 2d metroidvania just in a submarine under the ocean so you're kind of like navigating this entire ocean of coral reefs and deep sea trenches and stuff and you get all these cool power-ups for your submarine like sonar blast and uh kind of like propeller boost and stuff like that so it's very very much a metroidvania game uh just with like an ocean plot and theme and oh, that was did, a lot of fun. They did Spider-Man, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Spider-Man, Ratchet and Clank, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I knew, I knew they've done a lot more games. Just yeah. Ratchet and Clank was. The I, I knew Insomniac. Like, I, 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 I knew the name, yeah. and I was like, "Well, I know they've done a bunch of stuff. Why can't I think of?" Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a that was a surprisingly fun little metroidvania game it got a, a bit frustrating at times because of the physics like sometimes you had to like drag these mines around that would float and it just was kind of aggravating but overall it was a really cool game it was gorgeous too so um oh another game sorry you keep saying things it's reminding me of other games that we played we played the witness Oh, since, that's right. You did I, play a little bit of the I Witness. I don't think we've mentioned that since since uh, we haven't recorded in a I don't while. Think so. so yeah, yeah. We, we ran through the Witness. Uh, I don't know, did a, did a, played a couple hours of it. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think you ended up doing like maybe three or four areas in the game. Something like that. I got a couple of the lasers going to the to the mountain, and then yeah. discovered that those little tire things break up, and now I gotta yeah. find things everywhere, so. And but. eventually I, I broke down, I wanted to just show you something cool in the game. I was like, look at all the things you can trace on the island, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that was, that was pretty cool. And I remember why you stopped playing now. That was when you were having those random power outages and it just happened in the middle of playing. You're uh, like, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. So. <laughs> it's been uh, good. It's been good for a while. Knock on wood. All right. <laughs> so. um, and the last game I'll talk about real quick. Uh, I just got back from the beach like a week ago and was happily surprised to see a game I forgot I'd ordered. <laughs> No more heroes, physical copies, because I've always wanted to try these games. But that's one and two, right? Uh, the two cases in the other room. Gotcha. So, but yeah, I got two different cases. This is one right here. Okay. So, but I did get uh, physical copies of both. How so. much? How much was it for both? I think there were thirty each. Thirty which, each. Okay. Not which bad. is fine. Sixty bucks for you know two games. Yeah. I played a bit of the first one on Wii. Um. It's fun, kind of hack slash arcadey feel. It's very, very <laughs> kind of simple arcadey. Yeah, game. like it's not 
that complex or deep, at least what I've found so far. Uh, but I am enjoying the really just offbeat, quirky sense of humor. Um, Travis touched I think I, I think I fell in love with the game when uh, you're just in your apartment and there's all these like random things that you can do, but you also have this cat in your apartment that you can see walking around doing different things each time you go in. And one time I went into the apartment, I just saw the cat. He had like a fish chew toy that was like stuck to the ceiling fan and you could just see the cat spinning around on the ceiling fan. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I just lost it. I'm like, okay, this game is great. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I, I never I never played a lot and of you it. Can, you can only like see the cat from part of the door frame, so you just see like wow, wow coming like just coming on screen around just as every it goes. time I make, like through the doorway, like there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, it's absurd, but I'm enjoying it so far. Cool. So I might keep it in my collection. We'll see. That was part of the reason I picked it up physical. If I didn't like it, I could sell it back. So, yeah, well, with it but... being limited run, you can probably make more money off of it. <laughs> since, <laughs> Maybe. since it's a limited run release, but you'll see. We'll see. So that covers our playlist that only took us like half 20 an hour, minutes half 20 bad. minutes 20 minutes we're good okay not too bad because i think we run through the rest pretty quick so all right so next on here we have a few bits of pre-e3 stuff that i thought were significant enough that we might want to touch on uh a couple of anniversaries that were celebrated uh being dragon quest and sonic um and so the Dragon Quest anniversary was so weird. I don't know if you caught any of it. <laughs> I didn't even know about it because I've never played Dragon Quest. Dude, I can stop. I, just, I can uh, stop yawning. <laughs> no, you're cool. Uh, I look like a fool. Yeah, I felt so bad for the translator because they were doing this live and there are like multiple people talking in Japanese and one translator trying to like translate both people's conversations at the same time and just if you watch it at some point it's actually just really amusing to watch <laughs> I, that does sound but, familiar actually i think i saw somebody posting about that yeah I, yeah i didn't see it <laughs> if, if you want to laugh you should watch it not that they did an admirable job they deserve all the respect for it as well as they did yeah but, um yeah the key takeaways to that uh anniversary direct thing they did uh were two Dragon Quest games. Um, one being a remake of Dragon Quest 3. It's an HD 2D remake. It's kind of like Octopath Traveler style. Mm -hmm. And it looks gorgeous. Yeah, if you I'm sure. look at that trailer for that, it just looks so good. It kind of makes me want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also announced the next Dragon Quest game in the series, Dragon Quest 12, which all they showed was like a fiery logo. It's called the Flames of Fate. And it looks very dark in tone and like more mature. So I have no idea what they're gonna do with that, but mm. that was a fun way to announce and establish the tone right away. Um, and then for Sonic's anniversary, uh, they announced all kinds of random crazy stuff like crossovers and other games and bling jewelry and stuff. But um, in yeah. terms of like, 
Hmm? I was just say the the big takeaway that I got from that was um, some of the games you were gonna mention, but the uh, I didn't see any of it. But they did the the orchestra event concert. Wait. That was actually really cool. If you caught yeah. that live, oh my gosh! Yeah, I heard that it was, was dope. I heard it was done really really well. So um, yeah. I think the most exciting thing for me out of that was it sounds like they're actually going to do they're, so they're they're gonna release the Sonic Collection, which has already been done multiple times. But it's actually going to include Sonic 3. Yep. Which is like, it's only, Sonic 3's, I feel like it's been re-released before, but like only on a few collections. Like you, you don't see it on all the Sega collections and it's really weird. Yeah, it's, it's like really weirdly omitted quite yeah, often. Yeah, and, and what I've read about that is that it has to do with uh, Michael Jackson did the music. Mm. So... And it's kind of like uncredited music, but at the same time, his estate has the rights to those to that music, and that's that's what I've read and heard about. Um, I heard it kind of similar. There's yeah. plenty of information online about all of that that I don't want to get into because I will just butcher <laughs> it all. <laughs> but uh, but that's that's the gist of it from what I from what I remember. So it's pretty cool to see that. Uh, I don't know if they're just gonna like omit that music or not, which they shouldn't because it's so good. <laughs> so good i love i love yeah. sonic. sonic sonic games are fun like they're fun they're yeah. fast they're not as good as mario in my opinion but but they always take me back because as a kid i i loved <laughs> playing those games and the robotic I fights know, I, are always i have fun. new respect for sonic after seeing that orchestra that live orchestra <laughs> performance i'm like you know you're pretty cool sonic yeah it's you fun it. <laughs> i i grew up playing both you know mario and sonic i genesis and super nes so um yeah love sonic 1 sonic 2 sonic 3 sonic and knuckles um yeah had sonic jam on the sega saturn and then, of course, Sonic Adventure <laughs> was like... Sonic Adventure was the last one I actually played through. I never played Sonic Adventure 2. Like, I think oh, I, I think I played it, but I never, like, beat it. But I definitely beat Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast. Oh, oh. it just rem reminded me. The coolest part of that concert uh, was the little intermission they did was just the little child garden. <laughs> and they played that for, like, five minutes. It just... And you could see the little... Or, is Chows or Chaos or what are, what are those little Oh, oh little the Chaos things? Emeralds? The Emeralds? Chow Garden. I think it's called Chow Garden. Yeah, Chow Garden. C-H-A-O. Okay. Yeah. There, there are these little, like, the little, blue things, the little, little balls on their head. Okay. That you raised in Sonic Adventure 2, and you just kind of, like, watch them walk around and, like, play with each other. You just did random stuff. <laughs> it's so random, but I love them, and... That was like the entire inter intermission was just them like live playing an orchestra to that music as they like walked around. <laughs> oh, that also reminds me because I just mentioned Sonic Adventure and Dreamcast. I played a lot of Crazy Taxi. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I started running through I some, you play. some Crazy Taxi too for a while. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah, um, Dreamcast emulation is like really good now, especially on like a, on a Raspberry Pi four. So <laughs> do it. It's fun. Uh. So many tangents. Where were we? Yeah, uh, everywhere. <laughs> so that that Sonic collection that Chad was talking about—that's uh, called Sonic Origins. So yeah, that's the yeah. one. And then yeah. Sonic Colors is getting a remaster. Um, yep. 
So people seem to be excited about that. That, I, that was the big rumored game, and it's true. I so. never played that one, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I heard the 3DS version was better, surprisingly. I think they're doing the Wii version, though. So. Yeah, yeah, it's the Wii version. I played, yeah. um, I think the last, like... So I played Sonic Mania, and I really liked it. Um, but I think the newest Sonic game I played before that was probably, like... The, it was the Sonic game on the Wii where you just like run downhill like as fast as you can, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this isn't fun." <laughs> so, but um, I never played Colors. Um, but I'm interested to see about the new 3D Sonic game to see what they're yes. going to do with that. That was the last announcement, which didn't really show anything other than him running through the woods and like making some weird logo that we couldn't quite read and that was it maybe they'll um, tie it in with the movie or something maybe because <laughs> the sequel for that should be coming out eventually right like i haven't i don't know what i'm happened. pretty sure it's being filmed that yeah. was the last that was the last movie i saw before movie theater shut yeah. down so and the, the the interesting rumors although i don't know if they have any credence to this uh but People saying that this new Sonic game is going to be like the Breath of the Wild of Sonic. Just <laughs> open world Sonic game. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Sounds crazy if it's true. That yeah. actually sounds kind of cool to me. Because you can just like run from one edge of the island to the yeah. next instantly. Like, <laughs> being able to actually run and not like constantly stop because the screen cannot contain like where you're going left or right. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah, that'll be cool. So it'll be interesting at least to see how they pull it off. But yeah, if, if that's true, that sounds really intriguing. Yeah. Uh, but those were the like anniversaries, the pre E3. And then there were a bunch of other like smaller showcases and summer games fest and indie showcases. Um, I tried to narrow down just a few of the more interesting games because otherwise we'd talk all night um <laughs> probably the biggest one that everyone's talking about not that i have much investment in this but of course we have to mention elden ring mm -hmm. is finally true it is a game that exists and has a release date what was it january next year something like that yeah yeah probably one of the most contested games for our uh next year's fantasy league but... <laughs> cyberpunk not because i particularly care about it but i know lots of people will and it will probably review well so because everybody loves those dark soul games yeah. just does not do it for me <laughs> yep even if you have jj r martin whatever his long name is <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, not much more to say about that unless you have anything, I don't know. No. All right, moving on. <laughs> and this will probably be mostly me because I love me, my weird little indie games. But <laughs> I'll try to spend maybe just a minute on each so I have enough time to put in some video footage of each. <laughs> um, <laughs> one game that I thought was really cool is this game called Silt. Basically, imagine a, a limbo or inside, but underwater, and then throw in the capture mechanic from Mario Odyssey, and you have silt. 
<laughs> I'm in. That sounds cool. Doesn't that sound amazing? Just That's those a... keywords right there? Yes. Like the trailer starts off with the scuba diver and he's like chained up to this like rock underwater and then all of a sudden his soul leaves his body and goes to this piranha and then you can start controlling the piranha and he nibbles off the chain for you and then you put your soul back in the diver and start swimming away. Huh. And then there's all this other like creepy underwater stuff as you're like swimming around this ocean. It just looks so cool. I'm like, I'm in. I can't wait for that. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah, so definitely check out Silt. Um, another game which has been in development for a long time, but it's nice to see that it's progressing still. And I think it actually has a release date now. Uh, this is Sable and it's coming out, I think in September, maybe August. I think it was September. It's coming out soon. Um, there was actually a demo for this game on Steam. I'm not sure if it's still there or if it was limited time, but if it's still there, check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, so Sable is this kind of free exploration kind of adventure game. You're like this desert wanderer and you got the speed bike and you're kind of just like gliding around on this uh, journey and stuff. Um, just looks very, very cool, super chill. I did try the demo and it was very fun. I, I just love the art style of this one. Um, it almost kind of has like a stop motion-y effect to it because the frame rate is very low, I think purposefully. So the character's animations like it's very cool. It's kind of like a, almost like flipbookish the way it looks like they move, which I thought was cool. Um, uh, another trailer that jumped out to me was, oh no, I jumped over. Hold on. Uh, Twelve minutes. That was a game we've known about for a while as well, and also got a release date. I think is coming out in August, if I remember correctly, somewhere Something around like that. then. I picked it up for our our fantasy critics you league. Did. So <laughs> even though they announced a whole bunch of voice actors for it, which is usually a red flag for Chad, <laughs> it's got Willem Dafoe and all these other people. But yeah, it I was. do think that game looks super promising super like original and artsy reminds me a lot of which i think they said inspired them of movies like uh oh why am i drawing a blank that flashback movie uh memento yeah i love flashback? that movie That's... no <laughs> i bet was... you there's a movie called flashback there though. is <laughs> i was thinking of memento That's fine. But yeah, it looks cool. It's, I'm glad to see that finally has a release date now, too. Um, the next game, which I saw on this list, was a really cool trailer. It's a very short trailer, but it looked really cool. It's called Planet of Lena, Lana. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, but this was kind of a like 2D puzzle platformer. It kind of looked like inside, but more colorful. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was the game that Basically, the whole game is watercolored, uh, the art style, which is really cool. It's also got like these weird little blob monsters, which I'm all about weird blobby monsters. That's like <laughs> my vibe. Um, and then you see these like spaceships crashing down and just the weirdness of the sci-fi kind of plot. I'm like, I'm intrigued. I want to know more. I want to yeah. play it. Yeah, it looks interesting so. for sure. That, that was that was one of the games that. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Patrick likes that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that, uh, that uh, knows cool. my taste now <laughs> <laughs> for sure but yeah that uh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah so this next game signalis i'm drawing a blank let me google it real quick <laughs> I made this list so long ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. This is, uh, yeah, just for, for everyone. Yeah, we haven't recorded in forever. This was all supposed to be Oh, yeah, okay. Like, I remember this game now. We're supposed yeah, to this... actually have a post E3 show, and um, <laughs> now we're like, what? And then we didn't. We're, like we did we're like a month after E3 yeah. where, nobody, where, where nobody listening cares about E3 anymore. <laughs> Why are these guys still talking about E3? But it's we got awesome. opinions, and you're going to hear them. <laughs> To be fair, this E3 was pretty low-key, pretty yeah, slow. for sure. <laughs> but there's still so many game announcements. I just want to not... mention these games that you might have missed because they are worth checking. <laughs> not as slow as Cuckoo Attack's production <laughs> and recording. Uh, it's true. It is. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> Signalis. Uh, this was a cool-looking kind of like horror ish game but it was like a top-down perspective kind of like sort of cyberpunky dead spacey uh it was looked really cool like you picked up these items and it like rotated in this camera view and it just had all very like interesting kind of like cinematic decisions of how it framed its shots it looked really interesting um i'm not really sure how to describe it so just check out that trailer um if you missed that one uh next uh kina bridge of spirits got a bit more of an update that game is coming out in august we already i think we knew that or maybe we just knew it was coming out this year but now it's definitely coming out in august um still looks gorgeous can't wait especially since that's one of the few games that's going to use a lot of PS5 DualSense functions. So I'm very looking forward to that, uh, just as a new PS5 game. It's also coming out on PS4, but uh, yeah, I, I need some more DualSense utilization. I need more. I need Astrobot, but they're not making it, so this will do. All right. <laughs> um, Oh man, I, next... I, I need to get yeah. a, I need to get a PSVR headset so I can play that now. I own oh, the you game. Really do. I own the game now because they gave it away in the uh, one did. of the PS PS uh, Plus membership or whatever. But I don't have a headset. I, wish... I think it was they gave it away for that uh, stay at home initiative. Yeah, was that it? yeah, yeah. 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 I, I wish I could like plug my Oculus into my PS Five. <laughs> 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 I have uh, controllers and everything. It's right here. I was actually, I actually played Beat Saber too the other day for the first time. And I wish I could just take your Rift controllers and use them for PlayStation. Man, but none of us are happy. Take this and play <laughs> Half Life Alex. So good. That'd <laughs> All right, <be> cool. <laughs> Tangents. Uh, where was I? Where was I? Uh, just three more quick indie games. Uh, the next one's one... cool. The next one I thought was really cool. I did show you this one. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Vocabulantis. Yeah, something like something. that. Very European name. Uh, it's uh, all being made in stop motion. It's really cool. Like, for real, stop motion. Like, these people are building out these sets and these characters, and it really went into detail of how they, like, are filming it and 
integrated into the game was really cool. Like, they pose the walk animations for the characters, but they do it in all different lighting conditions so that when they load it into the game, it can load the actual stop motion with the appropriate lighting as you're walking your character around the environment. It's really cool. Yeah, it's it's really neat looking. Um, and it's it's a you know puzzle platformer. Yeah, thing. it's it kind of like really a cool. point and click almost kind of puzzler game, but you're like actually walking around. So and it has a co-op mode too. I think that's supposed to oh, have. Does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to have a co-op mode, so you can. It does you make know, sense. It's which, two characters. Yeah, you have two characters, and you can probably control. It's probably like a portal thing, yeah. like a two D portal. Well, two D, yeah, two D in the sense of like. Yeah. So that's definitely a game to keep an eye on. Unfortunately, I think it's going to take a long time to make because it sounds like they're very early in development. That's so. like uh, that's like Cuphead, <laughs> where like stuff's hand drawn, and this is yeah. like this is going to probably take even longer than like that. This is this is totally a passion project. I'm on board for it. Yeah, um, it's really cool. Yeah, so check out Vocabulantis. Uh The next game I meant want to mention. We've kind of known about this game before, but I just want to mention because every time I see it, it looks awesome and it looks like a really fun uh, co-op game. It's called Kiwi. You play these like two little kind of like dodo birds at a post office and they're just like working together to send mail <laughs> and like hop on little typewriter keyboards as like blizzards and weird kind of stuff blow through the office and <laughs> i do not remember hearing of this check a trailer uh, for this game it looks like a <laughs> lot of fun and a really cool co-op game i want to play this with somebody when it comes yeah. out yeah is it out august, i don't think august, i think it'll it come out this summer so august yeah. august 31st is what it's what i'm seeing here on this image here so that's cool yeah yeah so check check it out i can't wait to play this with somebody i think it looks fun um definitely worth keeping an eye on uh, and the last game, which got a Shadow Drop announcement, is called Minute of Islands. Um, I feel like I vaguely remembered hearing about this game a long time ago, but it totally slipped my mind. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, I want it. I want it. Uh, I have not picked it up yet, even though it came out, but it's on my radar. I wishlisted on the Switch. If it goes on sale, I'll definitely pick it up like Instabuy. Uh, but Minute of Islands. Basically, the art style is like Adventure Time, the cartoon show. Yeah, I'm which, looking at it right now. It's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> which is everything I could want. So, yeah, I just mm-hmm. want to play in the world of Adventure Time with like an original story and game. So, that looks awesome. <laughs> Nothing more to say to that other than Adventure Time art style. <laughs> looks great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> which finally brings us to actual e3 uh but should we take a quick break and then start talking about it let's do it all right all right we'll we'll be right back Thank you. 
from break. <laughs> At Chad's request, we're not going to cover too much time about this E3 stuff because you've already seen it. And it's old. <laughs> Chad's very eager to talk about hardware. Yeah, but... hardware. But we will at least hardware do our due diligence and say that we touched E3. So, um, real quick, Ubisoft, not much interesting other than they announced a new Mario and Rabbids game, Spark of Hope. It did not fulfill our E3 bets, which made me sad, but <laughs> at least Rabbit Rosalina made me laugh. Yeah. So people are really people are excited. Played. Everyone liked yeah. the first game, so um, I never played it. I've had people tell me I should play it, but it doesn't look like it's something I'd be interested in. So on to Devolver. All right, Devolver. <laughs> Devolver was actually a cool press conference. I thought they were one of the better ones. Um, so the only just thing, a quick, yeah, go ahead, mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, the, the only thing I remember, that's Demon Throttles, the game that's like the NES game that they're doing a, a limited physical only release, right? Yes, it's that's the physical one. only. There's a four month pre-order window, so if you want it, you can definitely get it. It's just kind of... If you bad. don't know of it, if like you missed out on the announcement, you're not going to be able to Which get it. Which is why we're telling you right now. Check yeah. it out if you're interested. You got four months to buy it. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. Just like Mario died in March. But yeah, um, yeah, it is kind of a weird. It was somewhat scummy practice because. Yeah, I think it it's sucks. definitely going to be like overpriced. Game for what it looks like, but it does look fun and you could probably resell if you don't want to keep it yeah so. for sure especially with it if, if it ends up being like pretty yeah. limited which i'm sure people are buying yeah. buying them up, it's so. really weird though limited like physical only it's they're not going to sell it at all digital it's just so bizarre <laughs> and isn't their company name devolver digital <laughs> and they're not going to sell yeah <laughs> that's well, well, the, weird, the weird thing is devolver like always just does the weirdest stuff or like trying to push the boundaries of like what to expect so yeah. <laughs> um but real quick just to touch on their other games uh trek to yomi looks cool looks like a 2d version of ghost of tsushima uh so just like a really stylistic side-scrolling samurai game sounds good um then I think the coolest game of their direct was this game called Inscription. It was actually one of the coolest games I thought of E3 aside uh, Metroid, which we'll talk about. But um, <laughs> Inscription, it looked like a tabletop kind of card game that you're playing in this like creepy cabin in the woods with this like shadowy face that you can't see across the table from you. And then like all this weird stuff is happening the cards start talking to you and then all of a sudden you like get up from the table and start solving like puzzles around the room like it's a puzzle game all of a sudden and then the creepy guy at the table is like get back and sit down at this table and we will finish this game and then like it just turns into like a horror puzzle card game i'm like i have no idea what this is but i'm intrigued <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so many weird genres blended together so scarily <laughs> Um, so that's called Inscription. And then, uh, they also showed Death Store, which we kind of knew about. Uh, that's coming out July 20th, very soon, actually. I have that on my Fantasy League. And so I'm looking forward to it. It looks good. I think it's going to score well. <laughs> which one is that? 
Death's Door. Death's Door. Okay. You play as this little bird in a kind of like a top-down, somewhat isometric view. Uh, but the gameplay looks really tight and fast-paced. You're like hook-shotting everywhere and slicing enemies up. It, they said it had very much like Zelda inspirations, which looks that's. I mean, who doesn't love Zelda? So yes. <laughs> Please be inspired by Zelda. Do oh, it. that sounds familiar. I remember that now. Yeah. So that, that game should be cool. Looks better each time they showed it, and it's coming out soon. And last but not least, uh, Phantom Abyss I thought was kind of cool, so I just want to mention it. It's like a first-person kind of ball guys, but you're like Indiana Jones going through a cursed temple. Um... <laughs> And each temple that you go through, you can see the ghost of other players who went through the temple but failed. <laughs> and if you die, you can never go through that temple again. Each temple is procedurally generated, so you only get one chance to go through it. Mm. Um, and then if you die, you become a ghost for every other player who tries that temple. Mm. So it was an interesting concept. I just wanted to mention that one. That's cool. Never, yeah. uh, never. I, I didn't pay attention to like any of that stuff. So <laughs> for Devolver's thing, I just remember hearing about the Demon Throttle thing because of collecting and retro. Yeah, that was stuff. one of the more bizarre announcements. So <laughs> yeah. uh, next, moving on to Xbox and I guess Bethesda because they are combined now. Uh, um, they started off the show with Starfield. Bethesda's a new... A game 30 years in the making. <laughs> 25 years or whatever they said it was. <laughs> Some ridiculously long time in the making, and all they showed was, like, a cinematic trailer of, like, an astronaut walking into a spaceship. <laughs> I'm like, really? I feel like this was an idea you had 25 years ago, and you just made a trailer for it. <laughs> yeah. How is this 25 years in the making? Show us something, please. And I gave that game a release date, too. It's coming out next year. What was it, like? 11, 11. 11, 11, 20, 20, 22. 22, yeah. I'm like, how can you give us that specific date and not show us anything? That's uh, whatever. It just aggravates me. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and they showed a lot of games here. We're just touching the ones that we care about. Chad cares about Back for Blood. Back for Blood, number one pick in the fantasy league <laughs> <laughs> for the worst team in the league. Uh, yeah, I gotta no, say, it looked yeah, good. It looked the more fun. they show, yeah, the more they show of it, the more I am continually impressed. It looked um, fun. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. Um, you know, especially with friends. Um, Oh yeah, I'll definitely be picking that up when it comes out. I I like how they seem to be handling the uh, PvP mode too. Uh, even though I'll probably play it more for the co-op, but yeah, uh, yeah, the I PvP mean... they are actually doing. You like play until you die, as like the hordes keep getting bigger and bigger, which I think is cooler than like going through the same missions that you do in the campaign. Like sure, it makes sure. it unique. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm excited for that. Um, the Xbox, they announced like 30 games and they're like <laughs> that, that, all coming to Game Pass day one, which is pretty awesome. That is the biggest takeaway of their entire conference. Yeah. It's just Game Pass is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, Game Pass is like 
it's it's the best deal in gaming like it really is um game pass is like a big reason why i didn't buy an xbox because my pc can get so many of these games <laughs> yeah. too. so not all of them it, though but a lot of them so it has definitely garnered my attention enough that i should start really seriously checking what games i'm putting on my switch wish list because i could probably just get them for game pass for a month and play them yeah so sure. I need to pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they they showed Halo Infinite again, and I thought it looked cool. It looked a lot better than than before. Um, definitely looks better. It looks cleaner and more yeah, polished. Yeah, um, I'm definitely down. Like I don't know, Halos. Like I I still need to play some of the other Halos. I think the last one I actually played all the way through was three. But. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely check this out when it comes I mean, out. Most everyone typically plays for the multiplayer. I don't know. I, I, I guess there are a few campaigns. It was fun. Like there, multi multiplayer is fun, but I had more fun playing co-op co-op campaign. Yeah, that was so true. much fun. Like me and my buddy. That's how we did three. We did it on legendary and just ran through it. It was awesome. It was hard, but <laughs> it was fun though. <laughs> just like the two of us, like he'd get home from work, I'd get home from school, and we just sit there and play. But yeah, it was fun. We beat it after like a week or two. But um, looking forward to. They did that. mention <laughs> that the multiplayer is free to play. Yeah, that that's that's interesting. Deal, which makes me wonder what the catch is, because they said it's not like pay to win or anything. But I'm like, well. There's got to be money somewhere. What, what, what is this? Yeah, for but... sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. So, they announced a new snowboarding game called Shredders, which I thought was oh, cool. That's what Shredders is. I was like trying to remember. What is Shredders? It's yeah, like Shredders a... snowboarding game. It looks pretty cool. Um, I mean, just if you like those extreme sports games, I don't think we've really had a, a good snowboarding game in a long time. So, um, this one looked promising, I guess. I think the last one I, the, I, amped, I think it was amped, was the big one that was out on Xbox, like the original Xbox. That sounds familiar. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I had that. And then, um, yeah, other than that, like SSX on PS2 were like huge. <laughs> Those are the ones I played. <laughs> um, haven't really played a snowboarding game since, but um, it looked cool. It looked really good. It looked very realistic graphics look great so we'll see another see game for goes. game pass to think about <laughs> yeah for sure so um this next game i had to google real quick to remind myself what it was uh replaced it was that a uh, kind of 2d cyberpunky looking game uh that was all like pixely and stuff and had like depth of field and stuff um it looks cool but it also looked very similar to like another 2d cyberpunk game they showed at the last xbox conference which never came out yet um so <laughs> it seems they always have some kind of 2d cyberpunk game to show which i would like to see one of them actually release but still looks cool um <laughs> and then somerville is from the makers of oh one of the makers of Inside. You remember that whole split between Playdead? Like, one of the developers left and because they had creative differences. So, I one is making... Know. You hear that? Yeah, that was, no. that was kind of a interesting story. Um, 
So Playdead is still working on their next game, but the creator that left is making this game, I believe, Somerville, which you can definitely see the influences and the style and like gameplay kind of mechanics. It looks interesting. So I'm definitely keeping my eye on that. Um, so check out the trailer for that if you missed it and the whirlwind of game trailers that was the xbox conference um they announced a new outer worlds game i don't have much to say about it other than i know some people were probably excited for it uh mm -hmm. but yeah outer worlds is those like uh kind of like fallout style games just set in space so it has a very quirky sense of humor so yeah my brother said he saw that trailer and thought it looked cool, so it looks like it worked, whatever trailer they made. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, yeah. Um, Forza Horizon 5, driving games always look amazing, look, and this looks one beautiful. looks, yeah, yeah <laughs> does not disappoint in that. <laughs> if only I cared about driving games, but man, is that like a tech showcase right oh, there? Oh yeah, they're always fun. Like that was like the first game I picked up for my Xbox One was Horizon or Forza Horizon, and and yeah, it was awesome. I played it for like two days though, and I never touched it again. But it was <laughs> awesome, just just driving through you know a couple places. Yeah, and then Xbox ended with. I think there was a new game from Bethesda. It was called Redfall. Yeah. I just put it on here because it was their show closer, but it didn't really leave much of an impression on me. It seems like it's um, it's Left for Dead with vampires. With vampires? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it seems like it's going to be. So, but I don't know. I don't know. Something if just more didn't to click it. with me to it. it. I don't know if it's the like sense of humor or the style or something. I don't know the concept, but. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Nothing nothing grabbed me about it. It's not that it looks bad, but Yeah. Mm. So oh anyway. Just <laughs> many games. Yep. <laughs> Square Enix. Square Enix. Really not much to talk about, but uh I mean the first fifteen minutes of their presentation was all on Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a bit much than was needed to be shown, but they definitely showed it. Um, <laughs> and it looks decent, but something about it doesn't quite grab me either. I think, like, I feel like they captured the tone well, but at the same time, it doesn't quite match what the gameplay is, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of the time, the characters are, like, walking and talking, but they're so, like, over the top when all your character is actually doing is just like walking around so there feels like a little disconnect there to me um i think i saw the first like two minutes of this press and then i <laughs> put my phone down and didn't watch the rest of it yeah um i know that they so the big thing was the final fantasy pixel remasters mm. and i believe did I hear right that they're pulling the remat like the originals and they're gonna make the remasters or something like that available instead? Like they're not gonna sell the like Final Fantasy one through six original anymore. They're gonna sell these instead. 
Oh, I did not hear that. I, I don't that know. Be... That it sounds like that would be spicy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I heard something about that. Um, I think all I really heard about this was everyone they said this was what like coming to phones or something, yeah. and people were like, "So where's the switch? Please release this to the switch, right?" <laughs> and they just no comment. Yeah, so this is <laughs> this is from a website, Rock Paper Shotgun, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> but it says, attack. Do it." <laughs> to make way for the upcoming Final Fantasy one through six pixel remasters, the current versions of Final Fantasy five and six will be pulled off Steam later this month. Since these oh. are ugly mobile ports, it's safe to say they won't be missed. That's true. <laughs> so, I do remember them being the like ugly versions. But they will no longer be available as of July twenty seventh, so two weeks. Yeah. But to anyway. its credit, this is like the right way to remaster them. What it looks like they're doing, like keeping the integrity of the pixel art. Yeah. So So that's Um cool. And then the new game that they showed, a new Final Fantasy game at Final Fantasy Action Game called Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. It looks absolutely awful. <laughs> it, so, it, I imagined it's so much cooler in my head, and it just... It looks so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dumb, Intellivision Amico. <laughs> hey, you wanted to talk about hardware, Chad. So, Here you go. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say much about this, because like, I, there's not much to say about it. Um, the Intellivision Amico is a uh, new Intellivision console, and if you don't know what an Intellivision is, look it up. It was the first console I ever owned. Um, my mom owned it and played it uh, the entire time she was pregnant with me, and everyone says that that's why I'm addicted to video games now. So um, maybe, maybe yeah, that not. little remote where you like would slide in cards to tell you what buttons to play for. Yes, so, a little, like, dial pad. so you had a disc, you had a disc that was circular pad, and you had a one through nine keypad. Uh, you had overlays that laid on top of it that would tell you which button corresponds with which movement. It's kind um, of a cool controller for its time. I personally loved it because it was something I played. Like having the overlays as a kid was like yeah. it was so cool. It was just like it was so different than just like Nintendo or Atari. It was something it made different. every game feel unique. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, oh, real quick, one of my favorite games, Beauty and the Beast, on the Intellivision, so good. It's basically a Donkey Kong clone. <laughs> or it's King Kong is what it is, but it's you're climbing, the barrels rolling down. There's like, <laughs> there's like paper airplanes that fly across that'll knock you down. It, it's a really fun game, and and uh, Masters of the Universe is really cool too. It was a fun game. I love the Dungeons Dragons one. Yeah, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that was another. And and, and uh, Utopia. That game was Utopia. Sick. Astro Smash was really cool, and and Astro Smash is actually getting a remake on Intellivision Amico, which looks cool. Um, but from everything that's being shown for the Intellivision, there's been a lot of drama that's come out of this Intellivision Amico. If you are on Twitter or follow any of the retro gaming scenes, um, if you want a quick recap, just go to Pat Country's Twitter and um, look at everything going on there because they kind of have a feud with the uh, with the CEO Tommy Tellerico and. It's very entertaining and pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so, 
Um, but the console itself, like I, I, I'm interested in the fact because like this should appeal to me because the Intellivision is my first console and I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive. That's it's... that's the thing. I thought it looked pretty cool, and then I looked at the price. I was <laughs> no. It was supposed to be like when it was first announced. I believe it was supposed to be like 150, which is like even, okay, even not bad. It's like, like okay, not bad. But it just leaked that the hardware is like it leaked in the sense that there was a, I guess there was a developer PDF with all the system specs on their website, and a reporter got a hold of it and pushed it out, but it wasn't password protected, so. It's not really a leak if it wasn't like it was literally on their public website. <laughs> so anyway, um, a reporter from Ars Technica leaked it in a thing. And um, it uh, it basically says it's like an old Snapdragon processor, which is like processors that were used in cell phones from like 2016. So it's like $50 if that for like building the system that's like how much it should cost man yeah yeah so it's no offense these look like little mobile games they are a lot of them are like seriously follow up on on the twitter thing i told you about listen listen to the cu podcast that's the podcast i listen to all the time pat contry and ian ferguson um they pretty much weekly have something come up from this Intellivision Amico and and uh, every game that like comes out or is coming out is basically a mobile game that's already out or of mobile quality uh, the biggest game they have is that they're supposed to be getting the sequel to Earthworm Jim the next right. sequel that's the big sell but they've shown no gameplay of it and this console is supposed to come out in october and they've shown nothing like they've shown the day like 250 to 300 dollars and also like i said listen listen to their podcast they they break it all down i'm not taking any credit for any of this stuff but like they apparently like photoshop the controller and the images in the e3 presentation like if you look at it like when the people are playing the games it's apparently photoshop um it's 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 a mess and then there's just like i said there's a big there's a big feud between them on twitter and uh it's 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 pretty crazy but honestly like everything they say is i completely agree with like it doesn't make sense like there's not a market for this console like the market should be me because you know I'm not I'm not technically old enough for the Intellivision, but it was my first console. I have nostalgia for it yeah. because of that. the market. <laughs> like you, well, you got designed your intel- it wrong. Like you got your Intellivision. You said you got it from your grandma, and you offered it yeah. to me because I was like, "That's so cool! I don't have an Intellivision anymore. I I, I want it." <laughs> but like, so that's it. Should. I should be interested in this, but not for the price point. There's no, there's no way. No. Maybe if I like, find it on clearance for fifty bucks or twenty bucks down the road. That's the thing. Like, yeah. Like they should have had the mindset. Like this is a classic system. People are gonna, people are gonna want this. Are people like who bought the NES Classic or stuff like that? Yeah. So that's the price point you should aim for. That's the level of tech you should aim for. Well, they have those already. 
they have the uh, the uh, Intellivision and Atari flashback systems. Oh, they, did they? Yeah, they they made those. And um <laughs> but, this? <laughs> but the thing is is that like there's just there's just too much with this and it, like I said it's supposed, it's supposed to come out in October and it's already been delayed like two or three times. So, it's 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 a mess. I'd be shocked if it even comes out at this point. <laughs> or if it's going to come out and it's just it's like the Atari VCS that just came out too, if you didn't know what that was. That's Atari made a new console. It was essentially a gaming PC in a Atari video computer system case with a wood paneling and stuff like that. And apparently like even as a console or as a computer, it's it's like it's Seth Macy from IGN did a review on it. I think it was Seth Macy that did a review of it. Oh my gosh! And How did I miss that? Yeah, it's garbage. They gave it like a four or five out of ten, and and I, and I think and that even like oh. even the people said they were like that's that's like uh, pretty generous <laughs> giving <laughs> it that. So um, anyway, uh, that's that's too too much time spent on the television. <laughs> <laughs> we um, did spend on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's get to the real hardware Chad wants to talk about. <laughs> we only got two more developers, of which one we're going to quickly skip. Capcom. They showed us absolutely nothing new. However, I don't think we've talked about this game since our last podcast. So, <laughs> real quick... If you did not hear the announcement for the great Ace Attorney Chronicles, you should, because, yes, more <laughs> Ace Attorney. These are the two Ace Attorney games set in, like, Victorian London that were never released outside of Japan. They're finally coming here. I can't wait. It comes out, actually, the end of this month. I've got it pre-ordered. I'm so excited. Nice. And they also have this isn't the one that has the the collection right of the uh phoenix right series the one through six collection yeah no no uh this is just the two just the two remasters from two the games remakes. that we never got nice yeah cool there was a bundle i think in japan that was coming with this and the original trilogy okay that's but, what i thought but, i thought there was something that was similar but that was japan only um and yeah, there's no word yet of Phoenix Wright 4 through 6 coming as a new collection, but that was rumored in the Capcom leak way back when, so maybe that will be down the road after this. Uh, which is fine. I, Chad needs to play those games after he finishes all the... He's got so much Phoenix Wright to play. I have so but. many everything, so much everything to play. So... <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. Oh, and the best part about this game, these games, is the main detective Sherlock Holmes is called Herlock Sholmes. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember seeing that. If that doesn't sell you, yeah, I don't know what will. That's pretty great. <laughs> so, all right. Well, on the Nintendo, we already did our live reaction during the direct. Um, yes, yeah, so we don't need to say too much more about these games unless you have any like deeper thoughts after. No, I think the reactions settle. The only thing I'm ready is that uh, Metroid Dread. I, I I've got my pre-order for the special edition. You got the special box, dude. I got. I don't know if you got this, but uh, apparently Walmart 
did a price match or something and oh you lucky punks who got that yeah but i'm kind of scared that it's gonna get canceled now so because it went from 90 dollars to like 51 dollars it's awesome. like a, it was like a forty dollar price drop, which is great. I'm I'm all for it. I got the email saying I got it, but I'm totally no, I, afraid it's gonna get canceled now. <laughs> I got it pre-ordered at Target, so I did not get that. Although yeah. I did get my five percent Target discount. There you so. go. There you go. So at least I got what four bucks off. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I got that. I'm 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 happy for that. Um, and I also pre-ordered, which I didn't think i was going to but i pre-ordered the zelda game and watch <laughs> so it can go with the mario game and watch <laughs> which found in store which i actually yeah i also got because it popped up um like half off on on twitter it was on best buy so nice something okay. like that it was, i think it was like 30 cool. it's like 30 bucks or something like that so i yeah. grabbed it the zelda one does look cooler than the Mario one, if only because it has like three different Zelda games on it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I thought I thought this one I thought this one had more than just Mario one and Lost Levels on it, but mm -hmm. I didn't pay besides, attention to that. Juggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I thought it was cool. I figured if I was gonna get the Zelda one, I should get the Mario one too. So, so yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered that, and then um, Breath of the Wild Two is not coming out this year, and we'll see if it comes out next year. Yep. <laughs> don't. I, I hope so. Yeah, I don't have much more to say about Nintendo unless you do. Um, I think the only other game I will mention a little more because I don't think I gave it enough credit during the react was a uh, WarioWare Get It Together looks pretty cool actually like upon closer inspection i watched a little more during the treehouse and it looks pretty fun you basically like pick different characters to play each of the micro games with each like set of micro games and every character that you choose to play the micro games controls differently and you don't get to choose which of the three characters you play as at any given moment. So you pick three characters and it randomly selects one for each micro game as you go. So I think that's a really cool way of keeping you on your toes because you have to react not only to the micro game, but what character you suddenly are playing with. And you're going to want to like try to find that like perfect set of characters that work well for that particular set of micro games you're playing with so that you can get a high score. And I think that adds a lot of really cool replayability. It's cool. Plus, actually, you can do co-op with it, which is fun. I, I actually never played any of the WarioWare games. Oh my gosh, you yeah. would love the WarioWare games. Yeah, I'm sure I would. I, I maybe I played it on Wii, but I, the Wii I don't... one was okay. It was it was pretty fun, but but yeah, the best ones are all the handheld ones. Yeah, like Game Boy Advance one, the uh, Twisted one, and WarioWare Touched was amazing. Yeah, I never DS. never played any of those. So, but I've heard they're a lot of fun. So. Maybe yeah. maybe I'll check this one out when it comes up. That way we can at least play co-op. Yeah. So and it definitely looks like it has like the classic WarioWare feel to it, which is good because sometimes WarioWare gets a little experimental and those are just okay. This one looks more like getting back to its roots, good stuff. So yeah, all right. That's all. So with that said, the Nintendo Switch Pro was not announced, but the Nintendo Switch OLED was announced. 
the swell. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the exact same switch that is currently already out, except it has a seven inch OLED screen, a little bit of better enhanced audio. Uh, I guess the speakers are actually like front directional now instead of like back directional. Um, Which makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> the kickstand is like a Microsoft Surface tablet, which is the entire bottom flips out, which is cool. The Definitely. Yeah, that's really nice. <laughs> Good, better support. And um, usable kickstand. <laughs> uh, it has 64 gigs of internal storage instead of 32 gigs of internal storage and built-in Ethernet port in the dock, which removes one of the USB ports on the dock. Uh, on the inside We're yeah done. yeah i was actually curious when i when i first heard that i was like well, how are you gonna use your gamecube adapter then and then i was like oh on the side you got you got the two on the yeah. side next to each other so yeah i was thinking they were both in the back for some reason <laughs> um i haven't touched my switch in a while so um anyway uh it actually pre-orders went live today um july 15th recording yeah. um it's priced at 349 and it'll come out October 8th. Um, 50 bucks more. I wish it was just 300 bucks, but I was still tempted to get it at 350 just because I have a launch switch. And I think the white uh, console looks really cool, the white and black mix. Yeah, and, yeah. and I like the new dock. I think it looks really neat. Um, they, are, they are advertising it with Metroid Dread, which... Makes now sense. I cannot <laughs> unsee the uh, Emmy enemy robot yeah. with the white Joy Cons, but so. it kind of <laughs> looks just like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean I got I have Super Nintendo Joy Joy Cons and it oh, looks very. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you have the Except same thing. I have nice colorful buttons. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's you know I don't need it. Um, I made that decision today after, uh, well, for one reason, I went to the eye doctor and yeah, I had to pay a bunch of money for contacts and glasses. So didn't really think it was necessary to, to pre-order a $350 console that is just a screen upgrade <laughs> at this point. Um, so I held off. Uh, I actually did have a chance to get it. It was like, I clicked on the link and it was in my cart. Most people had success by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I had it in my cart. I could have checked it out and I decided not to. So, um, which is for the best. That close. <laughs> yeah, could have done it, but didn't. So, um, we'll see. I mean, it's it's a shame that it doesn't have a better chipset, a new chipset. But um, but I still think it looks really good. Um, it's quality of life improvements in the console. Um. Like I said, I have a version one switch. I would love to mod it if I got another one, but I'm not going to do that. And I don't think it's worth it at the moment. So um, I'm actually going to skip our next bullet just to go into the next topic. The last whoa, topic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't get any opinions. No, no, no. I got to <laughs> skip it because because they work together. They work together. Unless oh, you... I mean, any switch OLD opinions. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was jumping ahead. I got excited. That's like, it's. I'm not getting it next. I'm like, whoa. I mean, I know I'm not getting it either, but. Sorry. That was, that no, was unintended. But yeah, no, like my gut reaction was like at first, ooh, shiny new I want. And then I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't really 
need this uh since i play like 80 percent docked i just can't justify it yeah and i but... play most of my switch handheld so I, it seems more targeted to you i think it would be but... worth like i think it's worth it yeah. like honestly i mean i wish it was the for, for handheld players yeah i wish they just like and maybe they they will like it would have been nice if they just discounted the original one and then made this the stock one but maybe um yeah. i feel like eventually when they sell out of all that stock this will be the the definitive switch yeah. that's available but will they drop it to 300 probably not <laughs> And, yeah. and that's that's the thing like i don't know raising it 50 bucks when i don't know it's kind of like again i was the reason why they can do it is because i'm st i was still like ready to buy it at <laughs> 350 that's why they can do it so i can't oh, yeah. i can't fault make them the money i can't so fault them for trying that's why they're doing it <laughs> i do find it curious that both with the switch Lite and now the switch oled how they are very much targeting handheld players and not really offering to the console experience so yeah i mean maybe there's still switch pro in the future for when closer to when breath of the wild 2 and metroid prime 4 come out and they're just waiting to be more appropriate i feel like at this point it's going to but, be a new switch that's the thing it's been such a long time since yeah. the switch is released that it feels like that likelihood yeah. is passing yeah or like a some iterative upgrade it's gonna be a bigger jump it'll be yeah that's or it'll be a uh it'll be a switch 2 with a switch or switch 2 version of breath of the wild 2 <laughs> <laughs> just like every other console that comes out the previous gen well, still gets it but like it's like zelda's the swan song and <laughs> yeah i don't know I, mean, I don't know we'll see but um, we'll see i mean i get it i mean they made a huge success they've got you know an 85 million plus i mean i'm sure it's more than that now but last numbers i remember hearing was like 85 million switches which is insane yeah. um so yeah they can't like they can't really fracture that base by making something more powerful because then what's the point of you know people aren't going to waste their time optimizing it for the old hardware like mm -hmm. <laughs> you know especially especially after the wii u like yeah like i feel like they probably are kicking themselves from jumping to the wii ship when it was so successful and yeah then onto the sinking ship so <laughs> yeah so it's 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 interesting to see what happens with that um i but think they'll probably just maybe. keep doing iterations of it like it makes yeah. sense it makes sense but now we can segue into the new topic because they might have motivation to consider it <laughs> yes and this is why this is like this got announced today valve is making a handheld device called the steam deck which has a seven inch lcd screen it's still a 720p screen um has bluetooth that supports airpods and headphones which the switch doesn't do yeah and it's basically a handheld pc it's running steam os you can wipe it and install windows on it they said you can plug it into a USB-C dock and use it as a computer if you want um it's this, only this, this is basically the switch pro <laughs> it's the switch pro it's it's more powerful um then the switch it's, it's running a amd chip i forgot which one it was i forgot what they said it was called 
but it's Valve is making it. They're not going to skimp on it, you know, <laughs> like mm. for especially for like Steam and PC games. That's like their bread and butter. So um, it's starting at three ninety nine. So four year old switch with an OLED or 50 bucks more for a handheld PC. I'm inclined to try this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want, I want to get my hands on it and and see how it feels. Um, at a minimum, this could be a killer emulation device. At a <laughs> minimum, um, I'm like Steam for me. Like, I play all the Valve games. They were showing Portal and all the um, and all the trailers and stuff. And, like Portal and Control and Hades and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, first-person shooters for me, they said it felt pretty good because it actually has gyro as well as a mouse touchpad underneath your thumb, mm. underneath your thumbstick. So they said it was very accurate where it felt more like you were playing with a mouse and keyboard in the sense of, like, being able to aim. So I don't know how that will translate personally because I love a mouse and a keyboard in a first-person shooter. Um, not a huge fan of it on console, but um, I don't know. I'm intrigued just because, I mean, these these devices exist like, you know, you, there's a bunch of Chinese knockoff devices that are like mm -hmm. handheld PCs. Oh, but, all those cost like 800 bucks or whatever. <laughs> yeah, some of them are pretty pricey. And yeah, I mean, this coming from Valve, like, yeah, this I don't think the Steam boxes really took off, but something like this, especially with the success of the Switch. And the price point is only fifty bucks more than what Nintendo's offering now. Yeah, it's Although interesting. Sixty-four gigabytes for some computer games is pretty small. I feel sure, like sure, but it know, also one, has at least mid-range one at a minimum. But it has an S, uh, SD slot on it as well. That's true. So like you, you can have always some SD expand it. At the ready. You yeah. can get SD cards for it, or you can just go all out and get the NVMe SSD to, uh, versions, which are priced you know more expensive but um mm -hmm. you know that base price at 400 bucks is very tempting to at least check it out but i mean obviously i want to get my hands on it first at like hopefully a micro center yeah. or best buy or somebody has some sort of down unit very curious about the ergonomics of it because the buttons look really high on it i'm not sure i mean maybe it's comfortable i'm sure it's not uncomfortable they wouldn't design something like that but i don't know and it's like bigger than a switch which the switch already feels like it's already as big as it should be so yeah how heavy is that gonna feel or how hot is it gonna get things like that i don't know it's because yeah. it's basically like a little gaming laptop just <laughs> those yeah. things can get hot <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so it'll be interesting to see i mean my laptop is old it's like really old so um it's kind of tempting to just grab one of these even to just use as like, a computer on the side just dock it take it dock it i mean that's the beauty of the switch so you would have to buy a dock separately they said it yes. does not come with the dock it doesn't come with a dock they're making their Although own they're making they their said... own dock for it but you can use any third party dock 
You need uh, third party. You, you can pretty much just use cables and stuff too. Yeah, I think they basically <laughs> said that anything you can do with a computer, you can do with this. And yeah. and one of the questions IGN asked them was if it's VR compatible, and the guy was like, "It's not optimized for it, but it has everything <laughs> you need to try it." <laughs> so, like, it's just that's that's awesome. Like, it gives you the freedom. It gives you a device that gives you the freedom to do whatever you want on it. I mean that's yeah. exciting. That's that's really cool because you're gonna have, you know, if, if, your if, possibilities are endless. They can figure out a way to get Game Pass work on it. That's a they huge, they yeah. said in that thing that you could install other stores on it. Mm -hmm. That you can access the other stores and stuff. So there's no reason why you shouldn't be able As to. At the very least, I I bet they could through like the browser version of Game Xcloud Pass or Game so, Pass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, so it's I don't know. That's awesome, and um, I'm yeah. That definitely helps with me not getting the OLED switch today because it's <laughs> it's pretty cool. And again, I don't know if I will do it, but um, it'll be interesting to see when the final product comes out. What you know, what it does, and if uh, if it helps people. I mean, let's let's be real here. Nintendo is always going to be king still because of their software yeah like, at, at the end of the day it comes down to ip and, yeah it really does yeah. um so but if i can start getting like xbox games like ps5 games stuff like that handheld then that's or even my ps4 games or something like that <laughs> even if i can use like if you if you can run windows on it you can you should be able to run like ps remote play on it and if mm -hmm. I can do PS Remote Play on a device like the Switch, then it's awesome. Like, I know I can do it on my phone right now, but like I was telling you, I didn't like the way it felt using like a phone mount on my controller. Didn't like the way it felt, so. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. That, that's some, yeah. some some good news that just came out today. That's <laughs> that's really cool. I was, I was excited to talk it's about definitely that. definitely one of the craziest things i've seen in a long time to like it's got everything that everybody wants for the switch pro <laughs> yeah it really does like this the bluetooth support alone is like a huge feature like if valve can like actually get serious about making games again they could like try to step into the arena as a new competitor well, but... considering mobile is like the new thing like you know that's why the switch is so successful because it's yeah. it's it's and, the handheld market and we proved that valve does know how to count to three because <laughs> they are releasing three different models of this system so come on valve make us all those trilogies we want yep oh man a new portal would be so good <laughs> give me a portal three give me a half-life three give the fans of team fortress three make left for dead three just give us all the threes yeah, it'd be great. Left 4 Dead 3 is coming, though, this year. Back for Blood. It is. Back for Blood, number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get 100. Eight. Perfect score. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna I think it'll be better than I initially thought at the beginning of the year. I'll gonna, give you that. It's going to get like an 82. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah anyway but uh all right so do you want to talk about right. the playstation state of play real quick and then and then end this uh i guess there's not much to say from that um not much 
I think it's cool that there's book two of Moss is finally coming out, although it seems like it's taking forever. I heard Moss was uh, fun. I never played it, though. But I yeah, heard it was decent. Mo Moss was a really cool VR game for the PSVR. Uh, I thought it was very immersive and just gorgeous looking, but my one criticism of it was it's a very kind of short-lived game, um, especially a game that they were trying to price pretty highly i think it was like 20 or 30 bucks and it felt very short like it it clearly felt like the rest of the chapters will make it feel like a full game but when once all that comes out it's gonna be like what like a hundred or more dollar game yeah. um, which i get it vr is more expensive to develop for and what they do is very quality stuff so um i'm looking forward to that i think it'll be cool but uh we'll see yeah um the one game you don't have on the list here that i thought looks cool is uh saifu saifu, yes. saifu. i think that game looks cool they looks showed that cool. in a previous state of play and yeah it's cool still they did yeah and i feel because i remember when this one started it reminded me of um I think this was the one where I was like, I thought it looked like a like a ninja final fight or something. <laughs> I think this was the game. They showed a bunch of stuff in this one. I, I don't really remember. I remember yeah, how... the, the first trailer they showed of it, like back in a previous state of play, it kind of reminded me of that uh, fight scene in like all one hallway from um, uh, what was it, Daredevil, mm -hmm. where they filmed it all in one shot. I thought it was really cool. And now this new trailer, they're showing like your Saifu, every time he gets knocked down, like, it fast-forwards a few years, and he's, like, wiser and stronger. And... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it look, looks interesting. Um, and then they just they just talked about the Death Stranding director's cut, which just came out. I think it just came out. And then... I don't recall I what the date was for that. thought but... it just came out. I don't know. I've been seeing it pop up on Twitter a lot for deals and stuff. I'm so... sure they're advertising it a lot. And I was then, surprised, like, how much content they seem to be adding for it. That's yeah. kind of cool. And then they showed yeah. a lot for Deathloop, which I also picked up in our Fantasy League. I have no idea what that's going to be like. I have no interest in that game whatsoever. But, uh, I don't know. It might be a bad pick, but we'll see. <laughs> I needed yeah, something. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not very optimistic about it. Yeah. And it, one, one reason for that, I just kind of realized a fundamental flaw in the gameplay. Um... So one of the interesting premises of it is that one player plays as the main character who's trying to beat the game, and another player is, like, hunting that player during the game. Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of cool, kind of like a weird PvP asymmetric kind of style. But how boring is it going to be for the player hunting the other player if that player just dies? And they ended up doing nothing the entire time hunting. Like, well, mm -hmm. I win. Yay. <laughs> that just seems disappointing to me. If that would be, like, something that could happen. Yeah. And that kind of kills half the game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So. so we'll see. But hopefully they have a solution to that. If you're listening, developers, uh, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> write this down. So, 
Well, with that said, I think we're going to call this a wrap. Quick episode ran through. We're, we're caught up now, so maybe uh, maybe we can start getting back on our regular, regularly scheduled programming. And um, tomorrow, Skyward Sword HD is coming out, so I will probably grab that uh, for the collection at a minimum. Um, oh, we <laughs> forgot to mention was the Smash Brothers also. What about Smash uh, Brothers? When they did the uh, Tekken presents whatever oh yeah i didn't the, watch that <laughs> it's not much to talk about other than the me fighters deconfirmed a lot of other fighters that won't oh be yeah shante and uh dante uh, dante and um what was it? Other... elder scrolls yeah yeah something yeah so so none of those which i know were some big names people were clamoring for so shante, shante got music too with her though so that you was get like, music so, that's kind of cool yeah so although i'm, I'm disappointed they're not really doing any more like special me fighters because i thought those were really cool like yeah. they did for cuphead or undertale yeah cuphead um, was cool yeah but yeah that's all yeah okay cool <laughs> well now that that's good i actually completely forgot about that because i didn't i didn't yeah. watch it because I, I think i'm kind of done with smash <laughs> oh yeah it'll be it'll be fun to see who they pick as last fighter to see where this wild ride ends that's all yeah yeah i'll be interested and it's not to gonna be one of those characters now so. yeah it'll be interesting to see what it is and i think the next time i play smash is like the next time i actually have people over so which yeah. which might be soon might be doing something we'll see yeah. i don't know a little housewarming smash party yeah maybe we'll see we'll see how it goes but um yeah with that said as always happy gaming everybody Boom. see you guys later enjoy stay safe peace <laughs>